Hello and welcome to the Underpowered Podcast, giving podcast where we battle our backlog, revealing what is worth your time, money, and energy. I'm Shelby Stokes, and on the cast today, it's me and Casey Cool. What's up? Oh, we got no, we have a third member today. Do we? Yeah. Who's that? It's this lady right here. Oh, Casey got a new puppy. I know. Okay, sorry. Her name's Millie. Millie. Now, now how does that associate <laughs> yeah. with Pokemon? Because I know normally you try to sw- slide in a Pokemon reference. Well, Arcanine was not flying with the family. <laughs> no, you know, I actually all my pets have always had the letter M. I'm a little, I have mild OCD. I don't know if you know that about me, about certain things. And um, so, like. <laughs> and pet names is one of them? Kind uh, of. My first pet was a turtle named Michelangelo. Then I had a fish named Max. Then my first dog was Marina. And then my cat, Marley. Which is still around, and Marley is very indifferent to Millie. Uh, Millie's gone karate chopped a couple times, and Millie just wants to be his best friend still. <laughs> she's really sweet. She's a golden retriever. For those wondering what it looks like, she's eight weeks old. My kids are enthralled. Uh, we surprised them. We went and stayed the night at a treehouse from that show, Treehouse Master. Next Ooh. time we're gonna go with no kids. Uh, but is that right it was fun now were you freaking out were your kids like running out in the balconies because i think that would mess me up i'd be like no kids no you have to stay inside i'm locking uh, all the doors so asher's great he gets it because he has like awareness and he's cautious sammy's just like sammy first thing wanted to look over a ledge like no and uh she was good they really liked the outdoor shower that was cool they liked the hot tub there's this whole enchanted forest that we could have gone into too but like the kids can't stay up that late and they're just being wild and like we're like uh and we're getting ready for tomorrow because we knew next day we're gonna go get the pup that was like how my kids got to start right. summer and technically the puppy's my 10th anniversary present but it's a nice family gift and she's really sweet so you got a puppy for your 10 year anniversary what did you get your spouse you can't see this on an audio podcast but i'm touching my ring finger he's holding his ring finger you took her ring finger from her yeah i cut it off no i got oh, her gosh. she got she got some new diamond rings. oh gotcha okay very nice very nice she got two two bands that represent our son and our daughter and so what so. inspired you to stay in a tree house let's talk about that like you sent me this this airbnb and it was crazy so my wife loves treehouse masters and yeah they're the, the treehouse master guy if you ever seen the show it's on animal planet He's from like Fall City, and he has like a whole campus, but that's for 18 and older. There are some people on the show in Redmond who have tons of acreage, right? And they built a treehouse and they Airbnb it out. But now, on the side note, they're going to take it off Airbnb because Airbnb takes a cut. I don't know if you know that. Like they take like two fifths of whatever they charge. Oh, really? So they're going to go private because they get like they were telling us like, wow. yeah, we're busy. We're booked 300 days of the year. Really. And yeah, I would imagine. I mean, this is no like shabby treehouse. Like it is full on. No, it's a like a two million dollar treehouse. Like if you like Adrian, is and I are that like, right? Yeah, yeah, dude. Because he owns. Wait, so so you mentioned there's a jacuzzi. Is it in the air? Like, is it up in the treehouse? It's on the deck before the bridge. So if you remember that video I showed, I had that video of me walking across a bridge. Yeah, in the treehouse. Yeah, so it's on the other side of the bridge on their like property. So the other thing is they own this giant like dam area or this pond the pond is a natural breeding ground for beavers tons of beavers what? i don't know if you've ever heard a beaver sound but that all night dude that is exactly what i want to hear when i'm staying in a tree house is beavers working below me yep that's where i want to go no they don't so they stay away from the big trees there at least for now 
Uh, they have some dogs on the property that run the roost. Oh, no, that's that's our treehouse beaver. Yeah. No big deal. That's our treehouse beaver. So they have a zip line that goes all the way across the pond. And that's like a pretty yeah. long pond, like a football field across. And maybe more. It takes you to this forest and you can walk through the forest. So the guy has the whole treehouse set up with Amazon Alexis, or he calls it Echo. And yeah. uh, it does all these commands. Like we're like uh, uh, Echo projector on, Echo hot tub but jets on like he did really good amazon was coming to his place to see what he did because he's like oh i really wish you got to see the magic forest because music comes on there's like a light show out in the woods like it's like he's like a real big tech guy and he's obviously really smart he was super nice and his wife was super nice and um my wife and i will plan to go back millie snoring uh (laughs) but i highly recommend yeah emerald treehouse if you guys look it up or just look up uh treehouse airbnb redmond if you're listening and then save it it's a great trip i highly highly recommend it It was a good start to the summer and then the puppy was like icing on you should you should post that video in the discord sometime because it sounds nuts it was it was nuts dude it was it's a beautiful place and i will definitely go back wow so i mean it's pretty fancy too i mean i i kind of looked at the rates and i'm like oh boy this seems like a like a uh spouse or a significant other and me get away no kids please yeah one night I mean, with that new raspy, smoky voice of yours, dude, your wife can't, like, she's going to be on top of you in there. For yeah, sure. I went to give her a hug before she left to get her hair did this afternoon, and she was like, you're nasty, get away from me. Oh, and she's leaving for the week, right? Aren't you solo, Dad? Yeah, she is. Exactly. <laughs> oh, no, she's like, no, I'm not ruining this trip. Yeah, she's going out of town, and um, I'm trying to find some time to free up and maybe see some friends this weekend, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it work. Yeah, I know. We had D&D planned, but everyone's, like, we got some real-life stuff in the way. Yeah, and then work's going on. Work is always a thing. I'm not training a puppy, though. I mean, that's going to take up a lot of your time in the coming coming days. Well, I got summers off, luckily, because I'm an educator. But, yeah, the puppy, she's pretty easy-peasy so far. She sleeps. I'm I'm always going to say so far. But Adrian and I were talking, like, compared to potty training our second child and everything, this is like, oh, this is a cakewalk. Because I know this is only going to be, there's not going to be, like, oh, she's sleeping, and then, oh, now she's teething again, so her sleep schedule's all messed up. Once her sleep schedule's set, she's set. Now, now are you letting you know? the dog sleep in the bed uh, or not? Hell no. Why not? Uh, she's in a crate. I tried, that's not how you train a dog. That's one. Oh, but you got to get those cuddles in while she's a puppy. Yeah, I'm kind of wondering right now. I'm gonna put her in her crate though when I go to bed. I we, we I believe in crate, crate training. I'm very regiment about this. Like I I don't know. You never met my wow. blue healer that I had, but my blue healer was one of the best trained dogs. People always talked about it, and Mil- Millie's gonna be super dog. Now, now, what what command do you have to teach your dog for it to be like highly trained? Like like what is your bar? I want her to I, like frisbees are easy, but I'm really tempted to teach her how to open the fridge and bring me like a fizzy water like those dogs i'm like i'm i'm kind of doing that the biggest command for me and i know it sounds simple is stay and if i can walk like okay. 300 yards away and then tell her come and come that's, right. that's the big one. and then, then she could run to you and you can like take her to the dog like, park and she'll actually, actually mm-hmm. listen no dog park no, no dog park no only weirdos go to the dog park sorry people that go to the dog park no i'm kidding no so you fit right into the clientele you'd be how perfect. dare you no, that's like a flea breeding ground, and you don't know what other people's dogs have. Like, I'm I'm pretty – like, right now, she can't do anything because she's little. We took her to a creek, and she loved it, and then she was, like, shivering because she's like, it's too cold. I'm in shock. And, um, so my father-in-law is a hunter, and he was got really in, yeah. big into the shed hunting. So do you know what a shed is? Like, a, like an antler shed? Yeah, like for when you sit in – yeah, you sit in it for, like, duck hunting, right? You have to sit in a, a blind. It's like a blind, right? Well, okay, so, like, the deer – 
like like the deer like yeah. drop their antlers and oh. they're called sheds so you can train dogs to like go and oh. find them because they just fall yeah. off every year right so the dogs can go out and like find them in the brush but it's a really like you really have to train the dog to get there so the running joke is like yeah i'm gonna train my dog to do that his dog has never even come close oh. to finding one so if you want a new challenge, I suggest going for the shed hunting dog. Well, she goldens are people don't know they're bird hunting dogs, so they're natural for retrieving. I've been thinking about my like, maybe I'll get into hunting. And I'm like, no, nah, never mind. And the only thing I'm going to do with dogs is keep playing the game Overland because we talk about video games <laughs> on this podcast. And there's dogs in Overland. Has Millie been playing Overland? Is that what's happening? Oh, let me tell you about Overland. So I thought of you a lot. You really liked Into the Breach. I did. Yeah, I do. And. I like the gameplay of Into the Breach, but the thing that's missing for me with Into the Breach is, like, there's no connection to the characters. So, Overland, it's from Finji. Overland is from the company Finji. They just came out with that really hot new game that everyone's been called Chicory. Oh, yeah. And they've got a lot of, they got this other game coming out soon on Xbox called Tunic. And yeah. Overland is a strategy video game, and it's just, it's a lot like, um, it's like Into the Breach in that you have characters and you move them, but... It's in this world where like a meteor came and aliens come and they kind of take over the world, Earth. And you're in the East Coast of the United States and you start with a random character and they have like a random background and you get a car and your job is to get all the way across the United States, Hmm. right? And there's different spots on a map and you go to the map and it's a grid-based, tile-based moving on the map. And you can pick things up on the map like a stick, a rock. Uh, you can find health packs. The big thing is if you get a car, you have to find gas. Gotcha. Uh, sometimes you fill, you siphon gas from other cars that you find. But you get random people on the way. You can get some dogs. You can get dogs on your team. The dogs have – and here's the thing. Not every dog's the same. Some dogs are aggressive, so they can attack aliens. Some dogs only bark. And the bark, what it does, it stuns them for a turn, so nothing can attack you. Wait, so how many dogs are we talking here? Do you have, like, a pack of dogs? Is that the whole deal? I only had two dogs on my team. I, I So here's the other thing. Depending on what your car is, you can do everything on foot, which would be really hard because you're traveling, like, 3,000 miles. So I, I did beat a, I had a run. I beat a run. That was my goal before this episode. Oh, nice. And depending on what you do, like, I, I failed, like, the first four runs. It was my fifth run that was I made it all the way. So your characters are random. They have random backgrounds. Like I said, random skills. The humans don't have random skills. They just have random backgrounds, and they bring a random item, right? There's random, There's cars, though. There's, like, an SUV, a sedan, a truck, and then uh, a, a van. The van can hold five people. You can use the van for storage. SUV can be for storage. You can add, like, a – what are those bike things called? You know what I'm talking about? Bike rack? Yeah, kind of like a bike rack or a storage rack on top and lights so you can see in dark levels. Okay. And you can just put stuff on top of your vehicle for that so you can use your vehicle as a storage thing. The reason you want people is to hold items, basically, and use the items. Uh, there's certain trade stations where it, it the game really caught my interest. Like, it did this thing because they're people and they have dialogue with each other at the stop tracks, these resting areas. And you're like, oh, okay, I'm kind of into this person's story. I'll make up a little story or they have little personalities, right? And you get attached to them in that sense. And I, and I like that. There's one instance where I was at a trade place with there's other people that are stranded or right, and they're looking to trade. So I had a couple items. I traded like a plant and then they wanted like something. Then they wanted gas and gas is really scarce. I'm like, I'm not trading them my gas. But... I knew there was only two of them and there's five of us. So you can, I could have killed them. But what I did was I moved my car 
all the way next to their car, right? And then um, we siphoned the gas, put it in our car in the same turn, and then drove off and stole it, right? And then so there's a conversation like, I don't feel good about that. And it's like, hey, we had to do what we had to do, right? Like some people aren't cool with it, right? And they're mad at you or whatever. So you do that and you get like an achievement like thief or whatever. Brutal. So no, here's the crazy part. About like, I'm like second to the last zone, right? The, The zone before the final zone. And I'm on the final stage of that zone. And we're in there. And it's a really tough puzzle. Because sometimes you have to move monsters around. There's blockades that you have to figure out. Like, okay, I can burn the blockade. But then everything catches on fire. And we have so many health points. Kind of like in the breach. As I'm doing the puzzle, I'm doing really well. A car comes in. They're like, remember me? It's the dudes I stole the gas from. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, no. So the do- I had the dogs kill him really fast on one playthrough. And oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Gosh, still brutal though. You just like sick your dogs on them. That's yeah. pretty intense. Well, I've had to do that. I redid. So the other thing is, you can replay levels if you fail them. Like you can just die and replay it if you learn a mistake. One time, I ran them over. I went backwards in the car and <laughs> ran them over. I was like, and then one, I did it fast enough where they got trapped and the aliens ended up getting them, and that was the one I escaped on. So I didn't have any blood wow. on my hands. But I this love. Sounds really good. So, so you're playing this on your Switch, right? I'm playing on a Switch. It this was a uh, Apple game. It is on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Microsoft, iOS, Linux, Mac OS, and Classic Mac. I'm pretty sure oh, it was originally everywhere. an Apple Arcade game. Let me make sure. Yeah, I think you um, mentioned that last week. It being an Apple Arcade game, but it sounds like it's a really good turn-based where you can kind of off and on with the Switch, which is something that I'm always fond of in terms of the Switch is being able to hop in, play yes. a little bit, and hop out. Yeah, like, in each run could be different. Like, there's challenge modes where I, where I could do an all-dog mode, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, it is part of Apple Arcade. Uh, it is part of Apple Arcade, but there's, there's different modes. There's different difficulties. Now, my issue with it is In the Breach is $15. This is priced at $25. Gotcha. I don't feel like that's a good price point for it. I think it's a good game. I enjoyed playing it. But I don't know, like, I'm not like, I need to play it every day. Right? Right. In the Breach, there's more fine-tuned because of the battling. They, they both could pull from each other in a way. Like, I'd love to see a collaboration there because the art style is really cool for Overland and there's a lot of really cool glitches to it. But $25 is a lot. I think if it was priced at 15 or 10 I would move it up to a four-star. Yeah, I'm going to call it a three-and-a-half. It's a good game. It's a good one of those. Um, but I can't recommend, like, $25 a lot. Like, Nintendo just had a sale. I picked up, like, a couple games on their 50% sale uh-huh. that, like, that i think you get more out of but if someone really likes into the breach this could this would be for them so it's definitely a try it yeah um and that's one thing about into the breach as well like if you're looking to just play through it and be done with it i don't know if it's a great game for you to play like the beauty of into the breach is the mechanics and the replayability of it and it sounds like this kind of taps into the some of those same realms yeah and and i could go replay it i don't know if i will though like i'm like because here's the thing, and I don't want to spoil anything. The final act kind of leaves you like, oh, like you're not, it doesn't. Now, did you get the true ending? You have to beat it 25 times with all of your lights off. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's the other thing. I might have to, right? I don't know. I haven't done that much digging to it, but I'm not. If that's what it is, it's like, oh, that ending's kind of wackadoo. Yeah. Well, it's good. It sounds like it sounds like you enjoyed it. it. Sounds like the price point was a little bit stiffer than maybe you would have appreciated. But for the most part, it sounds like it was pretty enjoyable, yeah. and you got through it pretty quickly. It sounds like five runs to beat the game was pretty sweet. I played it all week, and um, she's passed out at my feet now. Good. 
I just had to keep it warm. Millie's down for the cow. Millie's down. Baby's down for the nap. So, um, yeah, I, it's three and a half hearts. I, I like it, but it just needs to be cheaper. The price point's just not right in my yeah. mind. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Now, did that recently come to Switch? Is this, like, their flagship price? Um, well, because it's part of Apple Arcade. So, you pay the – on Apple Arcade, you pay the premium, the monthly membership, and you can play. Right. So, I, it's been on Switch for a while. And I got it on sale. Okay, got it. That's what I was asking. I was wondering if yeah. it just came to Switch and then boom, it it has not dropped in price yet. And I got it with like eShop money over Christmas. I was like, oh, I'm kind of interested in this. And like twenty, it was like twenty bucks. And I was like, okay, maybe it's. A, I thought it was more going to be like a Fire Emblem, ah, where I could build a character up. And then I was like, oh, this is more like a Into the Breach. <laughs> and it was a good surprise. I was like, okay, this is nice. And it was nice and light because I've been playing a lot of longer games. Yeah, back on my nonsense with uh, phoenix right i'm gonna try to beat that by next week oh there you go i want to be done with it and then we got stuff planned for july yeah for sure so, and like speaking of games that i thought i'd be able to beat before july hit i'm still playing ghost of shishima yeah tell me about that that's a long game yeah i can i can tell uh i'm still enjoying it it's definitely one of those games that you want to settle into and play for long sessions for sure. um and really hopping in and trying to knock out a few things here or there is nice but i'm trying to mainline the quest a little bit based on what i've heard from other reviews and outlets that if you get too into the weeds in the beginning you can become overpowered for the rest of the game so um, i'm trying to stay closer to the mainline quests uh but still really good still really good i don't know how assassin's creed will ever be able to do japan after this game um it's just very well done there's some departure it's in that same it feels like it it could be an assassin's creed game but some of the departures from the Assassin's Creed title uh, make it so much more enjoyable and so much of a different thing that uh, I really understand why so many people were hot on this game. I'm really enjoying this game as well. Uh, the combat is deeper than I would have anticipated initially. There's different stances that have to do with different enemy types. And right now I don't have all those stances unlocked. So some of these enemy types just mop the floor with me. Yeah. So uh, overall, I'm enjoying it. Going to keep playing it, but I'm going to pick at it. I don't know if I'm going to go full in unless yeah, I really get some so time on my hands. If you don't, you think you're going to skip it? You're going to jump, drop ship on those? Did I hear that correctly? No, I don't think I'm going to drop ship on it. This will be a game that, like, or it's just going to be. I'm going to work through it. I'm going to work through it. Slow burn. Slow, slow burn. Right. Exactly. Slow burn. I think it's um, a game that everyone should at least try. You're going to know if it's for you or not based on the description, right? Big map, a lot of question marks. Follow the main quest if you'd like. Um, I talked a little bit last week about the influence of Japanese culture and the samurai-based storyline. I I admittedly have not watched many samurai movies, if any, and um, I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. But it's definitely a slower burn, very self-serious, and um, I'm enjoying it so far, so I'm going to keep on that. I've also been playing a little bit of Sea of Thieves. Oh, because they have a bunch of new like updates, right? Our matey on the seas, <laughs> if you will. Dude. Uh, Jack Sparrow in it now? Is that uh, the thing? I mean, I don't know. I'm such a low-level pirate uh, that I can't even get to Jack Sparrow. Like, Jack Sparrow is, like, underwater somewhere. It, I, I don't know where he is. Is this your Monday Night Multiplayer game? It has been for the last uh, couple of weeks. 
Monday sweet, Night Multiplayer, sweet. Sea of Thieves. Um, we've been enjoying it. It's a little bit, there's an onboarding process. It feels like an MMO to some extent. You have to unlock different guilds and different mission types and stuff of that nature. Um, mm-hmm. uh, there is a section within the game called Tall Tales, which is like okay. story-based missions, it feels like. Oh, fun. We have not gotten into any of those yet. Like, we want to, but then we open the journal. It's like, this is a lot. And then we kind of went on and did pirating things. Like, raided an underwater sunken ship and stole chests and killed skeletons. Cool. It's a lot of fun. They, that game it's a lot of fun. had a rocky launch, and it seems like people really love it now. Like, I love seeing videos of people, like, their boats are fighting. And then someone will drive through, like, we're not trying to get involved. We're not, no. And then they get shot or something. That's a game I I keep I I in time I have to get in uh, Doctor Zubak called it in Discord I have to get an X Series S just or something that I can a Game Pass device I need a device just for Game Pass dude it's it's a Netflix machine man I mean Game Pass is Netflix right now um and and the thing is and part I know we're gonna kind of go off topic here but you know Sony not being at E three I know they have a Game Pass equivalent right I know it exists out there they do but no one ever talks no one about ever it. talks about it like even if they hopped on there and like hey we're doing this over here and we have this exclusive titles from our Sony catalog, they would have at least had some sort of spotlighting towards their Game Pass equivalent. Because it's there. Mm -hmm. I know it's there. I know it exists. I can't tell you any of the titles that are on it. Well, I want to talk about something. I know. There's some, like, big titles for it and they're PlayStation titles, but I, my thing has always been Final Fantasy VII Remake, right. and then it was t- brought to my attention that that's not a Sony exclusive. It's a it, forever exclusive. It's a year-long exclusive. Timed, yeah. And he, here's the thing. like Sony doesn't play nice, mm. right? We've established that from the Apple stuff. They're the ones that don't want to do cross-console play. And you have Nintendo and Microsoft. We talked about this with the Nintendads. Shout out to the Super Nintendads. Those are great dudes. That Nintendo and Microsoft are like, hey, let's be friends. Like, Let's work this out, and it's going well for them. But Final Fantasy VII Remake is going to come to Xbox at some point, and Final Fantasy sixteen, and it's like okay, like that would be it. Like Uncharted, God of War, great games. My Spider Man, cool, but it's not enough. Like I like the publishers outside of Sony. I've yeah, and and there. like Sony's first party stuff yeah. is unmatched. Like there's top tier content coming out of yeah. there. I know Ratchet and Clank just came out for PlayStation and that is a game that I want so yes. badly. And what's going to happen is I'm just going to wait for the half beat on this next console cycle then I'll pick up my PlayStation 5 or whatever they call it, PlayStation 5 Pro or whatever the half stuff is going to be and then I'll go back and play those titles. But right now the the Game Pass um value to me as a player is pretty high. And I know we kind of get on this tangent quite a bit in this yeah. podcast, and I we're not paid by Microsoft, just just so everybody's clear. But um, you know, yeah. like a dragon just went free to play, uh, not free to play, went onto the Game Pass um, subscription, and I'm excited to hop into that. The big thing about this podcast is we are parents, we are working professionals. Right. We would love to play video games full time, but we can't because we have other obligations, and that's okay. That's the life we chose. However. Yet. Yes, someday maybe. <laughs> and the thing is, Game Pass is built for people. It's the new blockbuster. It, I can try a game and I don't have to feel I lost money on it. In that, yeah. oh, I bet $60, so I got to play the heck out of this game, even though I don't really like it, right? Or I need to take it back. Yeah. You don't have to do any of the trading. It gets rid of all that fluff. Um, And the other thing we were talking about in Discord, you know, us being D&D guys now, because we're so deep, 
And uh, the the new D and D game is not doing well at all. Yeah, Dark Alliance came out. There was some hype in our Discord about it. People were talking about it, and it looks really neat. If you watch the gameplay trailers, yeah, um, there's there's people out there streaming it as of a couple today. days ago, maybe today, yeah. And um, or people yeah, it looks a couple like days it, ago. yeah, it had a pretty rough launch, is what it looks like. But I really have hope for that game. It looks really cool. It looks really cool, but IGN gave it a four, which means it's like a mm. one. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah, like it, a lot of the reviews I read is multiplayer, and uh, a gentleman in our Discord, CK, who we found on, he had a lot of good insight because he tried it, and it. I was seeing um, uh, he, if it was uh, if it he he said something, and I agree. It sounds like it was not in the oven long enough. It needed to be baked a little more. And I'm curious as if maybe they knew, and that's why they made it a Game Pass day one. You know, like, I mean, who knows? I mean, right now, Microsoft's trying to gobble up as many titles as they can because yeah. Sony has the exclusives, Ratchet and Clank. You know, the, the titles read, you can't find a PlayStation 5. Sony has exclusives now. Like, they have it now till Starfield comes out. And then and Microsoft's yeah, like, but, guess what? But PlayStation had such a yeah. good last console cycle that there are diehards out there that are just going to stick to that PlayStation For brand. Sure. And Microsoft's just trying to scoop up as many games as they can. So this is probably one of many. And also like D&D. Like D&D has a lot of irons and a lot of different fires all the time. Mm-hmm. And this could be budgetary related, right? They could have been just flat out of money and therefore they didn't have the runway to keep it in the oven anymore. Right. I don't think they're out of money. I think they had like for that project. Like this is your budget and that budget right. ran out. Could have been that. The other thing is we live in an age where you can put out a game that's not finished and patch it later. And so I'm curious yeah. if that would be it. So I, I had to hold out hope for that, but I'm not paying sick. I mean, if that was in their schedule, though, you would think they would have like done a pre-release or like a right. un- player unknowns, right? right? I think like you were saying not to go on. There's just, uh, there's too many good games out there and that's why Game Pass wins. And Too many good games, not enough time, which is why I'm sick. I have played myself to death. But, and also I have children yes. that, that brought back the play. For sure. That's why I sound like this. Cold still exists. Overland and Sea of Thieves, though. True story. True story. Yep. And Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima sounds like a a really good game. What's not a really good game, as we move into the Speculation News Network, is Cyberpunk 2077. Look at that. Segway! Single tier for Cyberpunk. I know. I I want to hate on it. People seem to love it. I know Chappie, our friend, really enjoyed it. But it's back on the PlayStation Store, so people on playstation can hey, get hey, it look at that. be happy or disappointed i think this was like just a matter of time but i think project cd red i don't want them to fail but this is I, how long do you think this story will be till they right the wrong like is this a three-year journey is this a five-year journey is this like no man's sky for cyberpunk i mean i really think yeah. that they cd project needs to be focusing on the witcher right now like the 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 building is oh, on witcher fire 4? yep the next witcher in the series is what they need to be streamlining right now like cyberpunk came out to such negative release that i really don't know if they can salvage that title at all so what they're going to have to do is really get Witcher 4, get people hyped for it. And they're going to have to soft sell it because they overpromised on Cyberpunk 2077. It fell in its face. People were upset with it. Um, do Could they go back and fix it and make it a, a wonderful game? Sure. I mean, yes, of course they could. Uh, not often are people able to pull off the No Man's Skyification 
of what happened with that Hello Games title. Like the way they brought right. it back to their community was pretty impressive and doesn't always happen. More often than not, you see stuff go the way of Anthem where it goes out to a negative launch, you try to revive it, you leave it on the respirator for a while, and then when it doesn't pan out, it doesn't pan out. Yeah, I think this, we'll see. Only time will tell. Time heals all wounds, but I'm not interested in anything. I'm still excited to You're... play this title eventually. Like, I keep waiting for it to be good, and never will somebody say, oh yeah, go play yeah. it now. But I, I know that one day I'll go back and play it. Do you know what they call you in the WWE uh, world. What do they call me in the WWE? The Undertaker? A Mark. A Mark. Nah, you wish. A Mark, dude. You're a Mark, bro. You're they a... call me Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, you would definitely be more like a Chris Jericho. Oh, don't give me Jericho. Dude, Y2J? Y2, Y2 Jericho? Jericho. No way, man. He's still doing the she- thing. Jericho's a... That's a compliment. Don't take that wrong. See, I, and, good and all my all my wrestling knowledge ends about mid-90s. Like, I, I went yeah. out when The Rock was coming up. And then I was like, oh, he got real big. Yeah. Oh, did you? That was my, like, the mid, late 90s, early 2000s was my yep. peak. And then I actually, actually 80s to 2002. I kind of attempted to get back to it real hard. Because my son's almost at that age. I'm like, yeah, we can watch this. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're, 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 uh, your significant other is going to love that. What are yes. you guys watching right now? Raw. It's well, Nitro on Tuesday nights. Yeah, dude. I I wish those would come back. There's so many other things. Well, I would like to get him into that or martial arts, but the other fighting I could get him to watch is Evo's coming up. Ooh, Evo. That's a thing where people play each other in the video games. Dude, I'm a huge Evo hype watcher. I love Evo. I love fighting game tournaments. I think fighting games where it's at. One of my goals is to go to Vegas at one point and go watch Evo live. Now that things are opening up. I would be game for that. Let's do that. Yeah. Uh, So have they announced a list of games that will be at Evo? So the the games are out, but here's the big thing. And when we had the gentleman from uh, VoxPock on, uh, Mark on, he brought up how, and we touched on a little bit, that Evo got bought by sony because there was the whole thing about like the owners evo evo had some like weird alligator not allegedly did some really inappropriate things with underage gentlemen like making them do stuff with i I don't want to get in the details of that it's not good and he's been let go and not part of it the thing that hurts of this smash was huge for evo yeah smash is not going to be evo anymore because sony is on the yeah no it smash will have its own tournaments and it'll have its own thing but this is Evo's. Here's the thing: Smash has been great. But now, is is Smash normally an Evo or not? Smash is always like one of the big games at Evo, but the biggest game is Street Fighter. Street Fighter is what people go to see, and that's where like the biggest pot is. That's the thing about Smash. Smash doesn't make the money. Evo Street Fighter makes the money. The games that are going to be there this year are Street Fighter Five, Tekken Seven, which has got a big scene, and then the new Guilty Gear just came out, Guilty Gear Strive, which people are really liking. Which is very pretty. Yeah, yeah. it's super anime. And in Mortal Kombat 11. Um, the ones I'm going to be paying attention to will be Guilty Gear and Street Fighter V. It, it sucks that Sony wow. owns it in a sense because we we could have had like Rivals of Aver. There would be like some weird like off tar- tournament for Catherine. So it's going to be way more serious. They, they're doing like trials right now. There's a bunch of Evo coverage on Twitch. But next month is when the tournaments start going in July. Wow. Uh, July. Oh, and Fighting Herds. Then Fighting Herds, which is a fighting game. That is basically, it was a, a bunch of bronies. My Little Pony guy, bros, made it. And they didn't want to get sued by My Little Pony, so they changed the animals. So it's drawn like a, the new My Little Ponies. 
which I'm sure your daughters watch. Yes, all the time. And uh, it, but it's like you can be an alpaca. There's different animals, and it's really it's really cool. Uh, pixel art. Yeah, and that one's been on the rise for a while, right? That's, that's yeah, that's been out for two or three years. People really like that. It came out last year, and it was supposed oh, to be Evo, it? but then Evo got canceled because of COVID and because of now. Reality. Do you think? Do you think because PlayStation acquired this is that why Smash isn't there? Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. Yeah, it's Nintendo. They're not going to play Nintendo. Nice. Yeah, is that yeah, right? It's all only if Sony can have it. That's what that means. No, but I also I could also could see Nintendo pulling their pulling their game if it was bought by a competitor as well. So I don't really know if we could paint Sony as the bad guy here. Well, no, no, no. So Nintendo has the North their own Nintendo North American tournaments, right? And then there's a lot of like small or uh, the fighting game community has tournaments, and that that's where people really watch the Smash tournaments, like CEO Pound. There's Smash Con. There's like a big Smash thing. So there, Smash will be in other places, and it'll be bigger there, but it's not going to be part of Evo anymore, which is sad. Interesting. Because Evo is like the one, right? I mean, this is the fighting game tournament that everybody kind of turns to. Yeah, so that's the that's big one. It's the Super Bowl. It's the, it's yeah. the, hey, like Capcom Cup leads to Evo. Evo is the one, that's what got fighting games its attention. Um, and speaking of attention, my attention is going to be on a new MOBA. A new MOBA? Yes. Pokemon Unite is finally going to come out next month. No! Pokemon's doing a MOBA? Dude, dude, I'm hyped for Pokemon Unite, bro. Are you serious? Yeah, it's going to come out on the Switch first this summer, and then it's going to come out on Android and iOS devices. But think of Pokemon with League of Legends. And if it's just as toxic as League of Legends, heck yeah, Pokemon get toxic. Dude, no, Nintendo will just mute everybody. They're like, yeah. nope, sorry. No, I've seen some cool stuff. Like, you know, everyone buys costumes, right? That's the big thing for a lot of those MOBAs. There's like, uh, there was a Venusaur with a Snorkel and all these things. So um, I will be playing that game. Dude, how do I get my party hat Pikachu? I need my I party hat Luchador Pikachu. I want Pikachu, always. <laughs> Luchador. <laughs> N64, Party Hat Pikachu, Blue, Oh, from please. Smash? Okay, I hear you. I see you. Yeah, I see you. for sure. Um, I see you. I see you. So, this is a MOBA. So, are there going to be, like, what are they called? Mo- mobs? or uh, Oh, like, where you have to go farm? Um, I don't know if yeah. that, I've watched a couple bits of gameplay. Here's the playable characters we know, right? These are, like, who you can be in Pokemon Unite, okay? That's more important. Like, uh, it's going to have Pikachu, Charizard, Snorlax. Crustle, who's like a giant rock bug, uh, Greninja, great choice, Eldegoss, Talonflame, Lucario, Venusaur, Mr. Mime, Slowbro, Absol, Machamp, Wigglytuff, Alolan Ninetales, Cramorant, Gengar, Garchomp, and Cinderace. Now I'm sure other Pokemon will come in time. Uh, again, no Blastoise was mentioned, so the Blastoise original uh, people are going to be pretty sad. But it's looking like July, this next month here, is when Pokemon Unite. So where was this last week during E3? Um, They waited. Here, like, this is the thing. Pokemon does not need E3 unless they're going to drop new... <laughs> this is totally like, we do what we want to do. Kind of. Pokemon's like, hey, we're going to just do our own. <laughs> no, Dad, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, yeah, it is. But here's this trailer a week later. <laughs> I think it's smart. You want to spread out. So this looks this looks pretty decent. Yeah, you'll play. Like I, I would I would pick this up. I don't know that I would pay human dollars for it though. Um, I think you will in microtransactions for sweet skins. Yeah, yeah, this is for sure. <laughs> do you think this comes out free to play, or do you think this comes out uh, with a cost associated? Mm, 
I would think it would be free to play. Yeah. Which is not unheard of for the Pokemon franchise. Yeah, it said no. And here's the other thing. Pokemon Unite doesn't require an active Nintendo Switch online subscription. Oh, I could actually play this? We could play this together online. Whoa, um, whoa. This is cross-platform compatible with Android and iOS. Eventually. It will be free to start with optional in-game purchases. So free to start kind of scares me because Knockout City free to start for level 23. And I would have stepped in Knockout City if I didn't have to buy it. Yeah. And I know like I know people love it and they're really into it, but I'm like, no. Uh, I'm not that into it. Like, I'd rather play Spellbreak. <laughs> Dude, they're probably going to be like, yeah, if you want to play this game and you want the Pikachu, you're going to have to pay. Otherwise, you get to play with the carp. Hey, man, carp turns into Gyarados. Don't hate on the carp, brother. Dude, are there treehouse beavers in this game? Badoof. Oh, you mean Gabby's favorite Pokemon? Gabby's yes. Favorite. Uh, uh, I think she would flip if uh, Badoof, what's Badoof turn into? Um, treehouse beavers. <laughs> Badoof, yes, it's Badoof's evolution. Uh, the barrel, yes, there's got to be a barrel eventually. He is, like, he he is the uh, like the HM character you have to have if you run a game. <laughs> Do you remember HMs in Pokemon? HMs, uh, hidden move like cut and serve, yeah, and strength, yeah, for sure. So when you played Sword and Shield, they got rid of that. No, in early games, you had to like attach one of those skills to get through the level, and you couldn't delete the move. Right? They were kind of useless. Yeah. Moves. Surf was really always good. Surf strong. It's a strong moving game, and strength's okay. But Barrel could learn uh, in Pokemon Diamond Pearl. He could learn Surf. He could learn Strength. He could learn uh, Waterfall, which is one of the he in Rock Climb. He had like he could learn all the HMs. So you wanted him in your party to fit a couple of them for you? He was the HM master, right? Yeah, for sure. He could do it all. He was a man of many traits. He's good at many traits. And another thing that has many traits are dogs. Oh. Dogs come with many different traits. As we move into our final segment, we used to call this the hot list, but we're moving to a more categories name because it's not about a list. We don't want to fight over lists. That's not the thing. Because Shelby's list is his list and my list is my list. And when we think of lists, we think of leaderboards. So these are our personal leaderboards. We're going to do different subjects each time we do this. Uh, right? Did I, did I miss anything on that? Shall no, I don't think so. The leaderboard? Okay. So the leaderboard is our personal ranking of a subject. And because Millie joined us on the podcast today, I said to Shelby because we were scrambling before the show, our top three video game dogs where these are our leaderboard for video game dogs oh boy top three video game dogs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. now can this be like any kind of dog in a video game it could be it could be nintendo dogs it could be a side character it could be whatever you want guy oh man okay this this is really uh this is this is really the world's my oyster right now i feel so empowered mm-hmm. do you want me to start is that what that's IQ for when you say yeah <laughs> yes definitely definitely sure okay um I'm gonna do it in reverse order three two one and when I think of video game dogs Palamutes yeah they're they should be number in the top because it's a dog you can ride bro it's a dog <laughs> you can ride I I'm surprised there's not like a, a World of Warcraft call out right here I mean you can ride a wolf but you're not I mean you're you're a hunter hunters can get any pets but not like not like uh, Palmute, where it's like your dog, it's a, your your boy. Yeah, for sure. I would say that in terms of my top three dogs, I would say the number three spot for me. Oh, my two and three are are kind of difficult to go between. I would say D Dog from MGS Five. Oh yeah. If you ever played 
MGS5, that dog was a gangster. And you could go in with like one companion and you could choose the dog and the dog could straight up knife people. And it was the coolest nice. thing. That game was kind of bonkers on its yeah. own, but D-Dog was a, he was awesome. And he shows up as a puppy Aww. on your carrier. So he like comes in, in a cutscene, kind of jumps across. And you're like, oh, look at the little puppy. And then like a couple scenes later, that dog is a savage. Is he a wolf? Like he just becomes. And he has like an eye I think so. Right? I think he, he is yeah. a wolf. That's a solid, <laughs> solid yeah. one. Um, that's a good dog. He is, he is uh, solid. Now, if, if I'd be, I'd be remiss if I didn't put a Pokemon on my list. Oh, there's, there's, there's a ton of dog Pokemon though. Don't you have your, your choice? Yeah, I do. But there's one that sticks out to me as the number one easily. Growlithe slash Arcanine would be my number two video game dog. Everyone loved Growlithe. Dude, like that was, I didn't want Charizard. I had Venusaur. I wanted Growlithe and Arcanine always on my team. I always liked Oh Arcanine. man. Growlithe is like, is like the first batch of 150 too, isn't he? Yeah. Here's the other thing too. I don't know if you remember, there was like a scene in the anime, I think where uh, Ash was riding a Growlithe and I was like, oh, my dream, I can ride the dog. Hence why I like Monster Hunter. But the thing about Arcanine, he is a solid Pokemon in competitive Pokemon play. He's got a good secondary ability in BGCs. He's got a good move pool. He's a pseudo legendary, right? Because his his uh, when you look at his entry into the Pokedex, he's called the legendary Pokemon. And I think originally when they were going to work on him, he was going to be a legendary type, maybe or something. But everybody liked Harkonnen. No one's mad. It's like a golden retriever. Everyone's happy when they see a golden retriever. <laughs> oh that's too good um so my second dog is going to be the dog from fallout now fallout is dog meat yeah dog meat that's it that's his name dog meat so the dog from fallout was awesome apparently i like the companion type dogs because dog meat and fallout was great because he would bark and find stuff and you'd always want him with you because he'd be able to tell you when there was something secret hidden around and then you also just like throw gear on him when you got over encumbered. You're like, I'm over encumbered. Come here, pooch. And then you throw stuff on him. It was epic. That's good. He could perma die, right? I don't think so. Um, I think like, hold on. I mean, maybe. I feel like dog meat went down a lot in my playthrough of Fallout, though. And it was just like, oh no, he died. And then like you'd go about your, your merry way, and then all of a sudden he'd come back. Oh, he can't yeah. die. Yeah. It it Fallout. Four is the one in Boston. Fallout Four is the one in Boston. Yep. Okay, and then he's in Fallout. Yeah. Is he? In... It was. It had a lot of revolutionary stuff in there. And he's the German Shepherd, right? In Fallout Four, and then Fallout Three, he's like a random dog, right? Oh, I didn't even know he was in Fallout Three. I remember him being the companion dog, which I believe was number four. And number four was the last main release for Fallout, right? Not counting yeah. seventy six, obviously. Yeah, no, yeah, no yeah Boston. And I didn't get all the way through that game. Um, it, uh, actually, I think I did get a lot all the way through that game. But I know there's a lot more of that game that remains to be played on my account. Mm-hmm. But uh, he was one of my favorite companions. I hung out with him for a while. Then I switched over to the Super Mutant in Fallout. Uh, pretty yeah, cool game. In Fallout Three, he can perma die. Oh. And is, so there's a bunch of no, there's that's the only reason I know that is there's like a bunch of internet meme comics where it's like you're at the end of the game and dog meat dies, auto save, kill it, and like restart your game. <laughs> and the person looks and goes, and they start over because they want their dog back. And I, I think that's nice. Uh, you know? That's understandable. Yeah, I I like it when you can like interact with your dog and mm-hmm. really uh, make well, it a part of the experience. My number one dog you can definitely interact with, and it's number one spirit ex- uh, makes the experience better. 
little red dog by the name of Rush. Rush. Mega Man's dog. Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man's dog, dude. He can be a jet board. He's a robot dog that you can hoverboard on. Game, set, match. Done. It's tying me up. Give me that dog. Oh my gosh. And then you never have to yep. clean up his yep. mess. Like yep. he's always good to go. He can be a springboard. Yeah. He can be a submarine. Yeah. He can shoot bombs. In Mega Man Six, you can get Rush armor, and he joins you, and you get armor, and you're part. He's like part of you. He's he's the best dog, dude. He and he's just a good for boy. real. He's the goodest of boys. Huh. You just want a dog that you can like ride. That's really what you want, right? I want a hoverboard, <laughs> and if it's a hoverboard slash dog, and if I have to check, work that check. in this way, so be it. <laughs> Yeah, I take. Uh, uh, so my number one dog would be the dog from the Fable series. Oh, that's a good one. I believe it's Fable three. I'm not sure. Whatever one it is, I think you're right. you would get a puppy at the beginning of your of your experience, and then whether you choose to be good or bad, your dog would change color and breed. I believe is how that went. Oh, and um, so if you played super evil, your dog would become a little bit more fierce, and then if you played good, you'd have like a sweet little gold retriever by the end of it. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. I I watch yeah. I always watch people play Fable. I was never into that. Um, oh. No, that's uh, Fable Dog's good. Does he and he fight with you? Yeah, I believe so. I, I mean, it's been a long time since I played it. I know that he also kind of went around and showed you where secrets were. But in in Fable, you kind of always had the dog. If I remember, like you could not yeah. not have the dog. So you kind of just be like venturing through the woods, and then there's your dog next to you. And um, I thought that was a really good touch. Like, it made it feel like, oh, this is my companion through the entire game. Well done. There you go. Peter Molyneux. Peter Molyneux. Come on back. Come on back. I'll mention mention to uh, the Nintendogs. Obviously, that's all dogs. But I don't think of them like that's just a video game about dogs. And how do you feel about the Duck Hunt dog? I mean... Okay. I mean, they haven't really built... He's iconic. He's iconic. I mean, they haven't really built him out. Like... He would always be that guy that'd be like, "Oh, thank you. Even though I did horrible this round, you're still re- you're still encouraging me." He laughs at you. What are you talking about? When you miss the shots, he calls. I mean, <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> Wait, you're right. He is bad. I thought he was like, "Hey, congratulations, you got the duck." No, he mocks you when you're bad. I spent my whole childhood thinking that that dog was being nice. No, he's... Are you kidding me? Oh, my God. No, he's mocking you that whole game. He He's like, you suck. You miss these shots. He's laughing at you. What a jerk. I, I thought the dog was just there to be moral support. Wow. This is like a big life reveal for you. This is your, this oh is your moment. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's not even fair. What? Why does the dogs should not be mean to players? That's just how that should be. Mm-hmm. And more dogs in video games. Come on! Mm-hmm. I want a good dog in a video game. Bring it back. And also, how come you're not calling out the the Zelda dog? Isn't there a Zelda dog? Oh, you mean the wolf that you can turn into? Yeah, and exactly. Then, okay, so you can use Wolf Link amiibo in Breath of the Wild, and he will hunt with you. So that amiibo, if anybody wants to ever give me a gift, is <laughs> I want that so bad just to do a playthrough. Actually, that's yeah, yeah. I want I would I would play a new playthrough of Breath of the Wild immediately if I got that link amiibo. So we'll both link amiibo. <laughs> so if you're listening, send it on over, guys. Send it on over. Yeah, send it on over. Oh. I and mean, I think that's a good note to end on. Yes, it is. And thank you so much for joining us here tonight or today. Casey, thanks for being on. Thanks, man. And I appreciate you and even you're sick.
Yeah, I appreciate you sticking with my stuffy voice. So I'm going to go smoke like 10 packs of cigarettes to get this rasp on point. Yeah, if you want you more of us, feel free to follow us on our social channels in the attached description. Our website is underpoweredmedia.com. Twitch, we're there at Underpowered TV. You can just check us out on Discord. We're talking all the time about gamings and other nerdy stuff. Feel free to leave us a review five stars if you'd be so kind. And that is a wrap for this week. We are out. Play your game.